0: Hi, this is Glenn Wexler, and you're listening to Pantheon Podcast.
1: History in five songs. With host Martin Popov. A production of Pantheon Podcasts.
0: Let's rock out with Martin. Hello, once again, welcome back to another episode of History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff, brought to you by the good people at Pantheon Podcast. We are pleased, as always, to be part of this Pantheon Podcast Network. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, and over 40 other podcast platforms. All right, Uh, so this is episode 214. I'm calling this, this band Smoke on the Water. I did a little research, and I was kind of looking through... um, you know there may be a future episodes maybe not i'll let the cat out of the bag we'll see maybe you guys can let me know on the facebook page i was going to do maybe this band's bohemian rhapsody or this band's stairway to heaven um and i got a good little tidy list going for those but i thought this one was uh you know opened up uh, a can of worms about some other things i wanted to talk about um you know, around riffs versus chords, things like that, um, why a song is going to qualify here. I'm going to break it up into categories as well. Um, so, yeah, so the the characteristics for this, and, you know, I'll, I'll say this as well. I, I was also trying to do kind of like a deeper episode where, um, you know, I was thinking of trying to figure out um, this band's, and then it's a Zeppelin song, right? And I went through all the Zeppelin songs, and I was trying to line up songs with uh, with all of kind of the Zeppelin catalog, and I got a little bit going there. That one, that one might be the most interesting out of all of them if I can make it work. But anyways, so yeah. So this one I, I I got some good clear examples that I wanted to talk about here and it and it opened up some sort of concept. So the idea of a song being this band's smoke on the water. Well, what do I mean by that? So so number one, uh characteristics. This is this is like generally speaking the big dumb riff song of, of these bands. So this is this is um almost like analogous or or a parallel to uh you know my sort of definition of heavy metal that I talk about. That's a whole nother one, right? I mean, we've talked about how on a bass level, the definition of heavy metal might be uh, music with a preponderance of the use of a distortion pedal. Um, you know, and that, that starts taking care of it pretty good. Um, but then, um, you know, this idea of uh, riffs versus chords, and obviously all that instrumentation stuff as well. But the idea here is that, um, you know, one thing I like about a, a definition or a part of a definition of heavy metal, one subsection of it, is this idea and you you guys have heard me talk about this before but how how it's a music where um everybody everybody crowds around uh that uh that oil drum on a on a on a cold biting, windy, wintry day in Philadelphia and there's a fire going in the oil drum and you're all warming your hands uh, off of, uh, off of uh, the fire there. Um, so the idea of a heavy metal song or the idea of the definition of heavy metal or one definition is this idea of um, it's all about the riff. Everybody's crowding about the riff. Everybody's kind of feeding the, uh, the, the life force of the riff sort of thing. So um, So that's one part of it. The other reason uh, to call uh, something this band "smoke on the water" is, generally speaking, these are bands where um, they they kind of have the one hit that stands up uh, 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 above everybody, every other song, sort of thing. Or not every other song, but these aren't bands with like you know when you when you say the band name, you know, ten different people think of ten different songs, sort of thing. Um, so it's a little bit like that as well. So they're big, famous songs. Um, they're they're generally kind of slower songs as well uh, but yeah the main point is they've got a big riff and it might even be like smoke on the water a riff that's kind of easy to play right um, and and maybe a riff that hits you between the eyes uh, it's got some spaces to it it's got you know it's not too incredibly whittly, although um, my again spoiler alert my fifth example is gonna we're gonna allow tricky riffs into this um, but yeah so so the the idea is that uh, um you know it, It's so enjoyable, the riff, and so accessible that even, uh, you know, non-metal people might get into it and, you know, perhaps push the song to the top, kind of like a smoke on the water. Uh, So that's the kind of thing. So uh, again, it can't be particularly chordal. Um, So so I thought of a lot of bands that don't even have one of these, right? So that was kind of cool as well. But, you know, you think a cheap trick, their biggest song is Surrender. Um, Very chordal. You think of ACDC with You Shook Me All Night Long very chordal. You got another thing coming, very chordal. Um, So these aren't songs with big huge riffs and ACDC is a perfect example why, you know, that's a band I really couldn't find one of these uh, that feels like, you know, they have their smoke on the water sort of thing Um, because, um, you know, the riffs are not particularly riffy most of the time with ACDC. So yeah, let's get into it. I mean, some of this music is, it's like, oh, why am I playing this song? It's like, you don't really need it in your life. But anyways, uh, we'll discuss and it's broken up into categories. Take a listen to this first song. This is someone you might know called Black Sabbath with Iron Man. Okay, so why did I pick this um because you know it's sort of a uh, tradition uh, here at History and 5 Songs that uh often my uh my first choice I want to play the most obvious one. So this is the one. You know, even though this comes before um Smoke on the Water, Smoke on the Water is 1972. This is from Paranoid September 18th, 1974 times platinum, Black Sabbath's biggest album. Um But the idea here is it's a big, huge, famous song. It's slow. It's obvious. It's all about the riff. Um, and you know, I I said these things can't be chordal, but you know, essentially, the, one of the interesting things about some of these things in "Smoke on the Water" included is that they they're almost moving towards chordal in that they they're filling that space between riff and chordal riff. I usually think of as whittly, um, you know, and often when you get to the more tricky riffs, uh, they're they're literally single string or or sometimes two string uh, ideas, um, but but yeah, if uh, if a riff gets too simple, um, that allows the guitars to use chords uh, to to be playing these riffs, right? And then as it gets more complicated, of course, uh, they're just moving their fingers along single strings, kind of thing, right? Um, so yeah, so this is a this is a big obvious one. This is the song that everybody says is Black Sabbath "Smoke on the Water." Um, it's even the chord is even, of course, um, or the chords or the riff. Uh, is is uh, enhanced by the fact that uh, you know Ozzy gets a lot of a lot of stick for just following along with it with the chords as as the melody um, and this is one when people want to put down Ozzy and say Oh, and come up with great vocal melodies of course he does all the time um, but just on this one it's uh, it's the most that way um, so other ones in this realm of most obvious so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like basically telling you the best ones of this whole episode here kind of thing um, Mountain Mississippi Queen again this is a this is literally—you could call them a one-hit wonder—but um, that's, uh, you know, that's that's again uh, in this space between riff and um, riff and. Uh, chords. and uh, and essentially again, um, we're back to that definition of heavy metal where you can just see you know everybody's clumping around this amazing massive Leslie West uh, guitar pattern. And one thing I want to add about this as well, a beautiful, beautiful, super heavy molten sound on his guitar here as well. Um, okay, so another crazy obvious one. It's almost even closer to the Iron Man one uh, example is Rainbow with Man on the Silver Mountain. Uh, that one literally kind of has the uh, not fully octave jumping ness um, that some riffs have, like um, say something like an ACDC Back in Black, which I almost kind of put in here. Smoke on the Water doesn't quite have it. This doesn't quite have it, but you, you, the um, you know the notes show some, or, you know the notes the chords show some big separation and there's spaces between them. But this literally sounds like. Um, Richie was trying to give Rainbow their smoke on the water. Um, so I feel that about it. Another one that absolutely fits in here, um, and it's closer to their Iron Madden, I suppose, is Blue Estrella with Godzilla. They don't have a lot of songs like Godzilla. Godzilla totally fits here because it's all about that great riff. Everything's clumping around it. You hear Albert. He's kind of playing to the riff. Uh, you know, the lyrics matter. The vocal matters uh, as well on this. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, that song is super famous for that big rift. People forget that it's got kind of mellow kind of rock and rollsy parts to it too um, another one that I think fits this is Nazareth with hair of the dog um, I feel like that is uh, is absolutely their their iconic song from their most iconic album best-selling album golden America um, you know I more iconic as a song than love hurts i imagine but yeah that song is all about the riff ted nugent has one of these too and it, and it isn't uh it isn't stranglehold or stormtrooping or any of those it's cat scratch fever i i really feel like um that big dumb riff that that kind of yangy musical riff i don't like it um you know it falls away it goes into a kind of a boogie pattern for the for the uh verse um but Cat, the Cat Scratch Fever riff is absolutely iconic and you would have to say it's his most famous song. And another one that totally fits in here, again, more their Iron Man, more their Blue Oyster Coat Godzilla, is Bachman Turnover Drive with Sledgehammer. They don't have a lot of songs like that. They have some. Welcome Home is a little bit like that. Um, but yeah, you would, you would never put Taking Care of Business in here or You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet or, or, or many of their other big hits, Blue Collar, of course, which is mellow. Um, but Sledgehammer totally feels like that. It's all about this big, Dumb ref. All right, let's uh, play our second selection and we shall discuss. This is The Stooges with I Want to Be Your Dog. Okay, so again, um, I think this is probably the the Stooges' most famous song. This is August fifth, nineteen sixty nine. Our theme here is the oldest one, so uh, we're kind of going back in time for these ones. Um, and and I feel they uh, exist. There's there's some of the there's some of the most uh, iconic riffs, and they are attached to big hit singles. Um, you know, with the Stooges, they they you know there are other riffy things on this album, um, but they're not very famous. There are. Not very many riffy things on Funhouse, and nothing from that is famous. And then you get to Raw Power, and it's got some famous songs, but they're not particularly riffy. I don't consider Search and Destroy a particularly riffy song; it's more of a, a chord pattern song. And same same thing with Raw Power. Um, so yeah, I I really feel this is uh, this is the one that uh, that matters the most. Uh, okay, so uh, also on this theme of oldest. Um, We've got the likes of, uh, you know, one of the most iconic uh, early riffs of all time uh, because it uses fuzz pedal. You've got Rolling Stone Satisfaction. Um, Cream, Sunshine of Your Love is... Probably their most you know riffiest song, and it all it is also um, slow and lumbering, um, so it feels like a like a predecessor um, to your to your smoke on the waters and your your godzillas and your iron mans. Um, you know, I didn't feel really Jimmy has anything that fits here. Jimi Hendrix, uh, MC5, kick out the jams, kind of fits. Um, it's uh, it's riffy and it is their most famous song. So uh, is it their smoke on the water? I mean, like I say, in many ways it kind of is. It's their big hit it's heavy it's catchy it's riffy um and led zeppelin whole lot of love so led zeppelin's a funny one where um you know I've, I've you know spoiler alert i've got an example a little later that we're going to put in the complicated category but basically um whole lot of love just feels like the way um it it exists in the song at the beginning uh, just on its own it really makes you think about that riff again we're going way before um Smoke on the Water and before Iron Man. Um, so this is almost uh, this is almost like the predecessor. I, I could have called all these other songs uh, their whole lot of love because I think this is really the first song because there's really nothing on the first album that feels this way that that you go. Wow what what an incredible riff and this is all about the riff this song is everybody's clumping around the riff it's the most important part of the song um, I don't think you feel that uh, that way about anything on Led Zeppelin one and not particularly much else uh, on this record although there are some good rockers on it right so yeah a whole lot of love I think is uh is is possibly. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're moving into the realm of, uh, can we call it maybe the first modern heavy metal riff? Maybe, uh, 1969. So it's, uh, it's kind of possible. It's, uh, it's just kind of well, more well appointed than anything you get from any of those other bands, your Blue Cheers or even, you know, Beatles Elter Skelter or Jimi Hendrix. Um you know it's uh, it it really has that uh, you know for for pre, for before 1970 it really seems to have the most uh, heavy metalness to it even though we know it's uh, you know it's a it's a blues tune on steroids kind of thing all right let's take a short break we'll be right back All right, back again here on History and Five Songs with Martin Popoff. We are talking about this band's "Smoke on the Water" episode 214. So these are songs that uh, that feel like uh, they are this band's uh, big dumb riff song and uh, and their famous song because of it. So um, take a listen. to This this is Accept with "Balls to the Wall." Okay, so December fifth, nineteen eighty-three. This album actually went gold in the states. That was good to see. Um, but the funny thing about this riff that everybody remembers as the balls to the wall riff, uh, it kind of introduces the song and then it goes away and doesn't come back. Um, you know, it 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 goes into other cool ideas. Uh, it's all simple. It's all slow and sluggish. This is this song though, for whatever reason. Um, you know, uh, like I say, well, it is because. You know, soon as soon as you say the song, everybody's that riff goes through through your mind. But that that riff kind of starts off the song, and as soon as he starts singing, it's gone. It's moved on to something else. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, but it is definitely their um, their smoke on the water. It's their biggest song. It's their biggest anthem. Smoke on the water again. That's another thing you could say. It's maybe their biggest anthem um, as well. You think of the big chorus on it, right? I've never been a huge fan of Smoke on the Water. That's the funny thing. Because uh, I, I don't like when they go into the verse. It just kind of gets all watery and psychedelic. And and I don't like the vocal melody. Um, you know, it's it's... It's kind of a build-up to the chorus, which is good. So what they're doing is that holding back idea, not being super interesting for the verse, um, and then so yeah, it's got a good chorus, and then it's got, uh, and then it's got that great riff comes back again that uh, people associate with the song. So the theme here is kind of the less obvious ones, maybe mixed in with a little bit of non-metal. Um, Aerosmith, "Walk This Way," I think that is their "Smoke on the Water" because that is the greatest riff that those guys ever did or ever will do. Um, it's just so insanely catchy, uh, and amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, you just, you just can't deny it like smoke on the water. Um, it's, it's known for the riff and that's what you're going to remember it for. Uh, April wine. I like to rock. Um, Again, I picked this one because it reminds me a little bit of the Smoke on the Water riff. Um, Max Webster, Hangover. So Max Webster is a, uh, a cool band from Canada, and they've got a lot of songs that are chordal and keyboardy and poppy and proggy. Um, this is not a band you associate with riffs particularly, but Hangover is a good one for that. It's a super famous song. It's from their first album. They're always going to play it live. It's heavy, but it's got a really, really cool riff on it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of uncharacteristic for them. Thin Lizzy Jailbreak, I think, is, uh, Thin Lizzy Smoke on the Water. Um, not Boys Are Back in Town, and I don't think they have any other songs that are famous enough, and, uh, and when you listen to this riff, it, it just feels, it's got that little bit of, a marauding secret agent man feel to it that you get from Smoke on the Water as well, um. So yeah, I, I it uh it is you know, it is it is a combination, like I say, between a riff and, and sort of stacked cool chords. But I think um, you know, you hear those chords and uh, and you think these guys are badasses, right? It's like the smoke on the water riff for that reason. Cheech and chong, earache my eye. That's a great riff, right? That's a big that's a cross between your smoke on the water and your iron man almost um dire straits money for nothing um i kind of picked this because this is a band that is not known to ever have riffs and this turns out to be their most famous song and it is uh and it is a a riff that plays uh you know acapella if you can assign that to uh the idea of guitar um but it, it is played that way um for a little bit uh so you definitely notice it Uh, Free, All Right Now. Um, This is a one-hit wonder band, kinda. Mr. Biggs, kinda known, a couple other things. But basically, All Right Now is their biggest song. And it's more... Stacked pancakes of chords, obviously. Um, but I, I just feel it's totally, totally their smoke on the water as a package. Uh, Heart Barracuda was kind of a funny choice. Um, you know, this is a band that uh, doesn't do heavy stuff all that often. It is a riff, uh, it is a really cool riff. It's got the Gallup thing to it. So, um, but irrespective of how much we think about riff, uh, it is their, uh, their smoke on the water. Uh, Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home Alabama. So <laughs> as I was building the, um, this band's Stairway to Heaven episode, um, obviously Freebird was going to go in there. But then I got to thinking, you know, their biggest song by far, I mean, these are their two biggest songs, but their biggest song by far is also known for that, that elegant opening riff. It's not heavy metal, but, you know, it kicks off the song and you you know you can't forget it um queen was a funny one queen i don't think has any of these uh, in particular but um if you wanted to pick kind of a non-obvious choice i would go with hammer to fall from late in the career um so here you also get uh you know brian may on his own doing this thing it's more of kind of a chord pattern it's not particularly a riff but um you know if you were see it's hard to pick a big dumb Queen song because there aren't too many there's small dumb Queen songs uh, and there's really complicated super cool men's a mad genius Queen songs but there's not too many big dumb Queen songs and I think hammer to fall is a good big dumb Queen song so that's why it fits with the smoke smoke on the water thing um, you know Prague I tried to look at Prague and I thought okay well it's at least we need a guitar with uh, with a distortion pedal on it so I thought yes owner of a lonely heart may even be their most famous a song sadly enough even though you know it's from like a whole later era of the band but in a sense again uh you get that 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 crazy little you know sampled keyboard thing but then you get a, alone like hammer to fall um like, like the Dire Straits riff you get, um, you get essentially, um, you know, free burning, free burning, uh, you know, massive molten electric guitar. I mean, it doesn't really last, but, uh, you think of that riff. So, uh, so I don't know. You guys let me know what you think on the Facebook is owner of a lonely heart. Um, yes, is smoke on the water. And then I thought Sammy Hager's kind of got one of these heavy metal, um, Big famous song for him, and it just feels like a a big lumbering song. Again, it's a little closer to an Iron Man or a Godzilla, but I think it's kind of his. He doesn't have too many particularly riffy songs. He's got some heavy stuff, some poppy stuff, some middle-of-the-road stuff, aor stuff, but not too many are are riffy or lumbering, Um, and this is a good lumbering one uh, that way. All right, let's move on to our fourth selection here. Take a listen to this. This is Metallica with Enter Sandman. Okay so um this is another interesting one that uh the riff you uh, kind of associate with this one um or or yeah I mean yeah the riff um doesn't uh, it I mean they have a lot of cool parts in this it's a it's a short song it's a it's a lumbering slow song uh so yeah in many ways it's pretty much their most famous song I would say I think this is their Smoke on the Water um because it's uh it's right between the eyes it's obvious it's uh it's mid-paced um it's all about that big riff uh it's not one of their crazy songs that's nine minutes long with uh you know a dozen riffs in it um You know, everything's kind of related to it. It's just a well-written song. Um, So I don't think you could have really put anything else in here uh, because this is a song, like I say, where it's got the iconic riff and then uh, it does reoccur and uh, and everything else they do kind of... Is almost a variation on that riff. It isn't one of their proggiest songs, put it that way. Uh, so the theme here is kind of heavier metal. Um, actually, uh, one thing I wanted to mention I, I thought was kind of interesting. I, w- I was daydreaming about this, and maybe there's an episode in here at some point. But so so the metallic album comes out August twelfth, nineteen ninety one. Uh, eventually goes sixteen times platinum, massive album. um Just two weeks later, August twenty seventh, Pearl Jam puts out Ten, um massive album, diamond album I believe as well. Um, and then, uh, three weeks later, Guns N' Roses puts out two super long albums, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, September 17th, ninety one. And then one week later, same label, Geffen, Nirvana, puts out um, Nevermind, September 24th, ninety one. So, man, talk about a huge pile of massive, massive albums put out within a, what is this, a six-week period. I'm sure there are some more. Maybe that is a cool episode, eh? Let's see if we can find some more records that were uh, were put out in August and September of 1991. Wow, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a huge boost for the industry right there, isn't it? Um, okay, so also in this department, uh, in heavy ones, I thought Megadeth had one of these, and it's called Symphony of Destruction. Megadeth um, can be kind of, kind of proggy they can be kind of um you know complicated but when you hear this riff it's so irresistible just like like smoke on the water it's just so catchy and cool and it cruises along you've got that dave ellefson you know roger glover teenage eighth notes bass line um and you've got spaces between what they're doing on that um that riff. So yeah, that's a really cool one. You know, I'm I'm kind of squeezing Motorhead in here as well with Ace of Spades, um, simply because uh, it's their smoke on the water because it's such a massive song. They're kind of unfortunately a one-hit wonder. Um, I hate to say it, um, but um, you know this song uh, at least has a fairly memorable riff that you remember, but it's not all about that riff, this song. It's more about just the blurry speed of it and Lemmy's voice and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's their smoke on the water, of course. Um, and then I thought one more that was kind of interesting, Pantera Walk. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I I feel like... Um, I mean, there's a lot of Pantera songs that are about the riff, um, but sometimes they're more complicated and they can be a little bit atmospheric and strange. And I think Walk is, uh, again, like Smoke on the Water, it hits you between the eyes sort of thing. You can't forget it. It's it's a stomping thing. It's it's Godzilla. It's stomping like Godzilla. It's stomping like the Iron Man himself. Um, so I think that's kind of cool uh, in there as well. All right, let's move on to our fifth one here. Take a listen to this. Boy, these are a lot of songs you didn't really need to hear. Maybe I should have picked a been I mean, little you know, trickier ones for this but anyways UFO rock bottom Uh, Yeah, so rock bottom. So the theme here is uh, me cheating in more complicated riffs um, and thinking, what is the band Smoke on the Water? Let's still keep it about riff, but it's now more about what is their big anthem, their most famous song. So I figured rock bottom sort of fits in here. Dr. Doctor does not fit in here. Um, Yeah, so this comes out on Phenomenon, May 1974. budgie bread fan i think fits in here as well that is all about the riff and again uh i'm noticing a trend here a lot of these songs uh, ufo rock bottom included um you do get to hear the riff on its own with nothing else going on and that makes you focus on the riff and like i say that's a big uh you know characteristic of heavy metal in general um so yeah you get that with bread fan as well and it is probably their most famous song um i told you i had led zeppelin for you again again the theme is complicated riff Black Dog. So Black Dog is kind of Led Zeppelin's other smoke on the water, I imagine, Um, simply because it is a song that everybody marvels at that incredibly, you know, long, complicated riff that just keeps keeps on going, and John Bonham, sounds like he's playing fast, but he's actually playing slow, Um, so that's really cool as well, it's got the stop-start thing to it, Um, so I I thought that was kind of a neat one for here, Um, and then, you know, to keep it in the purple family, White Snake, Still of the Night, Um, you know, this is, I guess, White Snake's Smoke on the Water, Um, it is their most famous song, and their other famous songs are ballads, so that it doesn't really apply at all, And that, of course, got me thinking of the greatest riffs of all time. Uh, And uh, because I, I always call that the greatest riff of all time. And when I sit when I think of that, I usually think of Metal Church, Metal Church as well. So that that song, I think to me, feels like there's smoke on the water just because it's such an incredible riff. Uh, go check that out, the title track from the uh, you know that 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 first album. Uh, really, really cool riff on that. And like I say, I I thought there were bands that basically don't have any of these. Um, I looked at ACDC, I looked at ZZ Top, I looked at Priest, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I feel um, you know, it and it's it's almost a testimony to the band. I realize. When I was thinking about Ozzy Osbourne, I thought he's, he's too good to have one of these. Um, because I feel like when you listen to an Ozzy Osbourne song, you're hearing you're hearing the complexity of Randy or Jake or whatever. I mean, there are songs based around riffs, but the riffs are usually a little more complicated, and it is really good songwriting. So it's more about the song. The vocals are high in the mix. There's good vocal melodies. Um, there's a lot of interesting chordal trans uh, transitions. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a kind of a cool thing about Ozzy. I really didn't feel he had anything uh, big and dumb like Iron Man kind kind of thing. I don't think Iron Maiden had one of these um, and why I don't think Iron Maiden has one is because it's often so much about the twin leads um, it's about the vocals it's a little more up-tempo they can be a little proggy um, so it, so yeah it's kind of funny I, I don't hear um, you know off the top of my head I mean I'm probably wrong about this but off the top of my head I'm not hearing too many Iron Man type uh, structures from those guys right or Godzilla type structures um, Van Halen, I didn't think had one because Eddie is just too uh, too tricky and complicated and and chordal and jazzy and noisy and tappy um, to, uh, to 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 uh, stick with a riff too long. You know, I, I might have thought. You know, the songs people think about with Van Halen when they think about riffs are are usually something like Mean Street, um, and then also. Uh, you think of Running with the Devil, but that's more like just big hanging cords. Um, but I really couldn't come up with anything close to say this is Van Halen's Smoke on the Water. Um, the Who, I don't feel, has anything like this. Uh, and then, you know, of course, like I say, when you get to other non-metal bands, it's even uh, it's even kind of harder to come up with something like this. So, uh, all right. So um, I was going to uh, mention... Uh, boy, I'm kind of running out of time. I didn't think I'd yap this long in this because I had a plan to, to mention a few of the things from the last episode episode, which was our, uh, I can't unhear that. And it's funny, there's a lot of discussion on the Facebook page, but I've, I felt like a lot of it went off topic and it didn't really capture the spirit of what, um, I, I meant, uh, by, by the phrase, I can't unhear, hear that. But there were kind of a, a few interesting things about, uh, boy, what was there? Um, yeah, that one I don't really believe in very much. Let's see. Or, you know, maiden, you know, having punk influence or not um typically I hate the sound of electronic drums uh yeah Steve Polary William Martin people were talking about Lou Reed get your yayas yeah, out yeah this uh, there was a little bit of going down the um the path of faked live albums or you know f- pasted together things um yes close to the edge has a weird splice editing issue towards the end of the song yeah yeah it's kind of cool S- Steve Bello is mentioning this um and and I guess I didn't really have a category about this, but yeah, when you notice errors in songs, right? Um, just just bald faced errors. There's a hilarious Thin Lizzy one. I don't know if I mentioned it, um, but um, I think I did maybe. But uh, when when you notice an error in, in the song, it's it's hard to unhear that error when you discover it. And it's kind of cool. It's 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 kind of fun when you find those sorts of things, right? You know, bad splices or or a blown little drum lick. Oh man, those are those are funny to find as well. So uh anyways, yeah, go check out the Facebook page. I mean, often it's uh, it's at the history in five songs, or sometimes, you know, m- there's more comments on my on my personal one. But uh, yeah, if you like this show and want to support future episodes, please go to Kofi.com slash Martin Popoff, hit that red support button, buy me a coffee or a pint. This week I would like to thank Joe Becht, Andy at Black Sugar Transmission, Rich Hamill, Augustine Garcia D. Preetis, and Steve Polaris. Thank you all very much, and uh, yeah, check out the books at martinpopoff.com. I've been doing this thing on uh, on Pete's show on Sea of Tranquility, where I'm going through uh, my oldest books in order that happen still be in print and reminding people of them because, as you know, when you go to my Facebook page, it's all bit one big long thing. You got to scroll down to the bottom to see all the books. But yeah, there's a uh, out of the 115 or so, I'd say there's probably at least 80 or so that are still in print. Um, So there you go. Uh, Come on by the Facebook page. Let me know um, uh, some other bands uh, that you could uh, point out that uh, this is, in fact, this band's Smoke on the Water. Find all of our shows,
1: notes, social, and links at www.pantheonpodcast.com or wherever you listen to great podcasts. All songs can be found for purchase on itunes spotify or google play please purchase these great and important tracks find us on facebook at the rnrap we are on instagram at rnr archaeology tweet us at rnr archaeology it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football